Welcome to the Christian Conservative Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Christian Conservative Podcast. Oh man, oh man, do we have a loaded episode for you guys today. Um, We're going to start the show off doing it a different way. I did have the order written down in one way that wanted to go over things, but I think I'm going to flip it and go from the bottom up to the top. Kind of save that first topic that I was going to talk about for last. Um, And other than that, we'll kind of jump into it here in just a minute. But I wanted to take a minute and say thank you for everybody that has um, listened to the podcast and that follows the podcast. And for anybody that has referred it out, um, I have seen that the um, numbers have jumped up a little bit here in the last couple of days for downloads and I just wanted to take the time and say I really appreciate it and thank you so much for listening and sharing the podcast. So we will go ahead and get into it right now and the first topic we're going to talk about is the the um, Department of Homeland Security here. We got somebody making a uh, headline here and we really need to talk about it because the last time this person was in the headlines they were saying how the um, issue at the border was not a crisis it was just mere a stressful situation so we have here Alejandro um, Mayorkas I think I said that last name right Mayorkas Alejandro Mayorkas which is the um, the head there at the Department of Homeland Security and he has changed his attitude a little bit and he says that there's an overwhelming number of people at the border well no shit you really think so I mean we've only been saying that for how long now that ever since Biden's been in office he's basically told everybody uh, just come on over you know we'll take you so of course there's a matter rush at the border but let me um let me read a little bit of this email here that uh, Fox News was able to um, see and report on that Mayor Kiss sent out to his staff. And it says, quote, today I activated the volunteer force to support Customs and Border Protection as they face a surge in migration along the southwest border. That's pretty interesting. He activated the volunteer force team. So you know what that means? That that means that U.S. citizens like myself and you uh, can go and volunteer and help the Border Patrol agents at protecting the border. But hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Um, I don't know if it says it in here or not, but I mean, they're wanting to take away our guns, right? So, I mean, some of the things they do just, if you really pay attention and you really follow it, at some point in time, they contradict themselves. Uh, like... Prime prime example is, is this right here. Biden wants to tax and try to take people's guns away. But yet now they need to activate a volunteer force team to go help the Border Patrol agents. Because one, we don't have a secure border. Two, we don't have enough Border Patrol agents there protecting the border. And three, they stopped the wall that was proven to be effective and proven to work. I mean, I don't, I don't, un, I don't understand it. But yet, you know, I mean, these... Uh, these civilians, I know I'm not going to go protect the border without being able to have a firearm. I mean, these people are crazy. I mean, these people are some, some of these people that come over are the uh, cartels. They basically bring 
they get paid, right? They get paid to bring over illegal immigrants. They help, they get them across the border and then they go back and then they repeat the process again. Um, so there's no way in hell that I'm going to be on this volunteer force and um, not be able to have a firearm on me. But it's just inter interesting to see how just a few weeks ago, El Alejandro was saying how it wasn't a crisis at the border. It was just simply a um, a stressful situation is basically how he um, described that. And now a few weeks later, he sent an email out saying, not only um, do we need help and we need to enforce this, but we're going to have volunteers come. So obviously it is a crisis. We have a crisis at the southwest border and we need to fix it. And I believe one of the only ways to really fix this and fix it on a long term is to continue to build that wall that Trump was building. Um you know, obviously walls work. Look what they did at the Capitol. They basically have it fenced off with a razor wire on top. Nobody comes in or goes out without being, get this, without showing ID. I know, guys. I know. It's crazy process. I mean, we don't need IDs to vote or anything like that, but we need IDs to virtually do anything else in this world. I know. It sounds crazy. We still got... um we still got the um, National Guard there at the Capitol um, protecting it, walking or walking around with their semi-automatic uh, machine guns and their um, uh, Humvees and stuff like that are still there. So pretty interesting. Let's not let's not use that and help protect our border. Let's just keep Americans away from getting to the Capitol because obviously they're more of a threat, right? But anyways, I will go ahead and jump off that soapbox and move into um, one of my next topics. And um, that is that I'm really glad to see that these states are really um, taking their own initiatives and really combating some of the laws that um, Biden is signing into federal laws. So states are taking uh, precautions to make sure that it with at least within their state certain people's rights are still being protected and that's such as a biological girls and biological women's rights so south dakota mississippi and montana um they are all joining in on passing state laws against non-biological females playing and girls and women's sports which i think is a really big um thing to do especially for these states um because they're just reinsuring right like okay i don't it doesn't i don't really i don't want to say they don't care what 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 biden is saying um but in a sense you know that's that's what they're saying is like listen they're crazy as hell we definitely don't agree with that we're gonna have our own law here for our state that's going to state that if you're a biological male you cannot play in biological female sports which is totally understandable you know i mean i don't understand why people have taken it to this extreme with you know letting men play in female sports all because just because they want to be a girl that's fine. I said it before. If you want to be a girl, no problem. Dress up like a girl. Do that. But you can't. You're not physically a girl. You're 
your body's built differently. I mean, you're if I mean males are just scientifically proven to be built a little stronger than women are, and it's not fair that they're able to now quote unquote play in girls' sports just because they're 25 years old and and you know they decide that they want to be a girl for whatever reason it might be and they want to be able to do everything that a girl can do well i'm sorry i i'm you know you still can't have a baby you know so until you can have a baby you are not biologically a female and that's just case closed straight to the point there tired of hearing about it tired of dealing with this um you know, they, they try to beat around the bush and saying this, saying that. No, until you can have a child, you are not a girl or a woman. So get over it. You can still dress up if you want to and act like one, but you're simply just a drag queen at that situ- at that time. I don't understand why all of a sudden it's been, it's been so bad to be a drag queen, but it's a lot better to be a quote unquote transgender you know, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, boy. Anyways, I'm going to quit talking about that. I'm going to go ahead and get on to the um, next topic here, which is going to be about how Biden, good old Biden, guess what he did, guys? Guess what he did, guys? You you won't you won't believe it, but um, he actually forgot... Uh, the Secretary of Defense uh, forgot his name. His name is Lloyd Austin. Um, he forgot his name. He forgot what department he was from. He forgot what he actually did. And just hang tight here, and I'm going to play a, a little audio clip so you can hear exactly what Biden was saying. This is, um, honestly, it's it, it doesn't bring joy to me. Uh, to to tell you about this, I'm not happy to tell you about this. Quite frankly, I'm very disappointed and very embarrassed um, to say that this is our president and this is what he says when he actually gets on national television here. So just give me one second. Both, and I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my my. Uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about. Well, unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. That is, uh, that's our president of the United States of America. That's how he, um, that's how he talks. You know, hey, Joe, just so you know, that thing over there that you're talking about, that's called the Pentagon. You know, it's typically only where the most elite of our military personnel stays and makes decisions you know just one of the most important buildings in our u.s government there you know but not not a big deal totally easy to forget i i know the pentagon you know and not everybody really remembers the pentagon for nothing (laughs) just unbelievable people unbelievable again this is why it is very, very, very important and very critical that we start now. We start planning for 2022 now. We start planning for 2024 now. We need to get our voice out. We need to get our message out. And we need to get it out starting today, tomorrow, the next day, 
the next day, the next day. Obviously, you get the picture every single day up un, up to and after these elections. And we need to keep it going forward forever. That way we can um, somewhat ensure that we will hopefully have a normal and profitable America once again. Alrighty, and moving on to my next topic here. I really wasn't going to talk about it today. I was going to kind of save it for tomorrow's episode just because it's something that did hit uh, today that I know about. I'm kind of talking about stuff that hit yesterday or that I seen yesterday. So I'm always kind of like one day behind on uh, reporting all the major headlines. But that's kind of the way I like it, right? Uh, it helps me uh, really dissect everything, come up with my own version, my own way of explaining it, and really giving you some kind of what I think is really good content that you won't get by listening to the regular news or possibly other podcasts out there. So I try to give something very um, unique and special here. And that is going to be about how... I know it's going to sound crazy, guys. It's going to sound like every day something new is coming out about this person. But there's been a sixth person. That's correct. Number six. You know, the one after five. So six. The sixth person has come out with allegations against the one and only Andrew Cuomo, governor of the state of New York. He's still in office, guys. I don't I don't get it. I mean, this is a state that supposedly has a zero tolerance for sexual harassment allegations or actions. And he's still in office, you know. One person came forward, then two more, so it made it three, and then another, which made it four, and then another, which made it five, and now we got another one that makes it six. I mean, hell, what are we going to get to, 25 people, before they finally say, you know what, you got to go, man. Uh, This is... This is unbelievable. I mean, not only is he tainting the name of the New York as a state and New York City primarily as well. Um, th- this is going to go down in, in history if he doesn't get removed quickly and like within the next couple of days type of quick. Um, this is what people are going to be taught in schools, you know, 10, 15 years down the road uh, when they're talking about sexual harassment and um, and you know, how people got away with it. And this is going to be one of the first things that they talk about is how a governor, every one of the most wealthiest states in the U.S. um, was accused um, with sexual harassment. And quite honestly, a lot of proof has been brought forward that he he he's come out and said that 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 he's done those things and said those things but again in his in his words you know i never i never did anything inappropriate okay okay so i guess just because he says that you know it makes it right what he did unbelievable unfreaking believable i I don't understand how he's even still got a job i don't honestly i don't understand how he's still alive i'm surprised nobody's assassinated him yet um you know, I mean, these are these are people's children that you're talking about that that you've talked to and touched like this. And some of them look like they were in their early 20s. Um, so, you know, I mean, this is this is just uh, just kind of ridiculous. I hope nothing happens to him. I don't want anything to happen to him. Nobody should take those extreme measures. I know 
you know, somebody like myself that has a daughter, you know, I always uh, kind of say, you know, if somebody ever hurts my daughter or does anything bad to my daughter, you know, I'll kill them. Um, and every father says that, but, you know, I mean, when it actually comes down to it, obviously, I guess, depends on the person, really. Um, so you never know, but I'm definitely not, uh, I'm definitely not condoning that. I'm definitely not saying to do that. I'm just stating that, you know, I'm surprised nobody's really, you know, done anything to him, you know, broke a leg or anything like, like that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, that nothing bad has happened to him in, in that aspect. But on a serious note, though, we do need to get rid of him. He, he needs to be gone. And I don't understand what's taken so long after all these people have come forward about this sexual harassment on, on why he's even still there. So this kind of leads me into my next topic, um, which was the first topic that I wrote down. And um, this might be very disturbing to some people. I know it, it was very disturbing to me, um, especially because I, I do have a daughter. And um, there's a possibility that my kids are going to go to college. Good possibility that they're going to go to college. And what I'm about to tell you, um, I don't um, I don't wish this upon nobody. Um, I don't, I hope nobody ever has to go through this, um, with their child or anything like that. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and read this to you. Um, apparently, um, Ohio university, I guess for the last couple of years, they have been having this thing, what they call sex week. And, you know, it's where they, I guess, um, kind of just discuss in a safe environment apparently you know um sex and you know healthy masculinity and gender equality and reproductive rights and lgbtq sex ed uh, i'm not sure what really goes into the lgbtq sex ed but i guess that's just one of the things that they kind of talk about um and before i and before you get really too upset because the first thing I went to was um this is absolutely ridiculous so so this is what people's tax dollars is going to this is what people's tuition um is going to but there's one not only do they talk it not only is it back they talk about sex week um but this year they implemented a seminar um for only fans so um for people that aren't familiar with it, basically, my understanding is, is, is it's basically um, a porn site, essentially, right? And it's a live site to where you can pay uh, men or men or women uh, to do certain, certain, certain um, activities, and then you pay them for that. Um, so it, it's unclear if federal tax dollars is going to support this particular, um, organization within the school, but I will put it in retrospect for you. Ohio, Ohio State University, um, raked in $43 million in emergency pandemic aid, uh, when it was passed by Congress. So it's just, uh, hard to believe that, uh, I, I really hope none of that money is going toward um, this particular uh, week, whatever you want to call it, 
uh, to talk about sex. I mean, kind of ridiculous. But uh, so the OnlyFans is a platform where people sell nude and sexy photos and videos of themselves as well as pornographic live streams. So that's exactly what um, OnlyFans is. And it says starting in OnlyFans, join us for a panel with OnlyFans content creators to discuss their experiences on the digital sex work. Uh, Read the group's registration page. So... Not only are they telling you about the OnlyFans and introducing you you to it, it sounds like they're also telling you how you can go ahead and sign up and uh, start selling pictures and pornographic live streams, you know. And what's very disrupting about this is what, I mean, kids go to college at 19 years old. So, at 19 years old, they're being introduced at this particular college to how to be a porn star, essentially. Um, Last time I checked, nobody needs to go to college to learn how to be a porn star. I mean, all you got to do is find somebody that wants to make videos with you, and boom, you can do it. You don't have to get a degree to do that. So, why it's even part of the curriculum or even activities here at this particular college is very very mind mind boggling and mind blowing i don't understand why this college would even al- allow this type of thing to happen within their buildings obviously you know if a group of people got together and they went outside the 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 college and was doing it not a whole lot that 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 you can really do right but um doing it within the walls of the college there's a lot that you can do to dis disencourage this type of activity. It also says here at, at the end of this article that other similar other seminars held during Sex Week in February included events titled Decolonizing Porn, Why We Need Ethnic uh, Productions, and Abortions Explained Plainly. The seminar on OnlyFans appears to be new on Sex Week lineup, added this year to the program launched in 2019 so very interesting so i'm glad that they brought up abortions here explained plainly that's what they call it so apparently they're obviously telling people how it's okay to also have abortions um which is uh not okay if you really want to see what an abortion looks like just go ahead and watch unplanned with abby johnson there Um, I promise you, once you watch that movie, you will have a totally different perspective and view on abortions. And if you're for abortions now, I guarantee you, you'll come out of it either no longer supporting them or absolutely 100% against them. And you might even become an advocate for against abortions once you watch the movie. I can tell you that me personally... I was always on the fence about abortions. You know, I always said it it, it really determined, you know, the situation. Um, if you can get abortion or not, or if it's okay to get an abortion or not. Um, you know, and people might not agree with me, but after watching that movie, I don't think any abortion is okay or should be allowed to happen. Obviously, if you don't want that child or you can't raise that child for whatever reasonings and the only reason why i say if you don't want that child and that's in the event if you were raped or something like that some people might not want to look at that as a constant reminder of that's what happened um you know 
while they were raped, which is, which is horrible. Um, but I don't think it's fair to that child to lose its life uh, because of the unfortunate situation. Uh, there's plenty of people that uh, would love to have children that can't have children. So adoption would be the avenue to go down for that one. Um, but that's just my personal opinion on, on it. Um, that's a very big topic for most people. And a lot of people have their own views on it so that's just my views but i highly recommend watching the movie unplanned by abby johnson just a quick quick little um bio about the movie here is abby johnson um she had a few abortions herself she actually started working for planned parenthood uh rose up the ranks and became the youngest director um of her clinic and had the history of planned parenthood and then one day as a director she had to go into the room where they were doing abortion and actually help with it and that was the first time that she actually had to see it on the other side of actually performing the abortion rather than having one done like i said she's had a couple done before um once before she worked there and i believe once while she was actually working there um but after her performing that and seeing exactly what happens, um, she instantly was against it. She left Planned Parenthood, has been an advocate against abortions in Planned Parenthood ever since. So I highly recommend to watch the movie. Uh, I will tell you it's very, very graphic, especially in the beginning. Um, but highly recommended and a very good movie and well put together. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Christian Conservative Podcast here. Once again, I really appreciate everybody coming out, tuning in, joining the podcast, spreading it. I ask that you continue to please help me in spreading the word of this podcast. That's how I do the advertising for it. I don't pay for any kind of advertising or nothing like that. I just rely on people I talk to and people that, that listen to help spread the word if they like the content or they know anybody that might like the content that is put out. So with that being said, I hope everybody has a great day. God bless you and we'll catch you guys on the next podcast.